Disclaimer, the following boundless pub trap episode contains strong opinions that some listeners may and will find offensive. If you cannot accept or respect others with a differing opinion from yours, then fuck off. Rolling sound! Y'all ain't playing no fucking these chickens, are you? Picture it. Sicily, 1920. Aren't we fucking funny? Streaming from the Midwest, right in the middle of the U.S., from Omaha, Nebraska, you're listening to the Boundless Pod Trap, your entertainment podcast, where we touch on all topics, from the crazy and absurd to the sacred and profane, and even the useless and unnecessary. The Boundless Pod Trap knows no bounds. And now, here are your hosts... 23 episodes in and motherfucking Justin still cannot get in, the goddamn intro I right. Things up, in man. the process man, of us fucking up the episode, tonight. going back through to get it right, we fucked it up. So that's two strikes. I changed, I changed the whole soundboard so once I hit another key, uh, it cancels out the other one. So I got to just add those together. Justin was so proud that he finally figured out Ooh. how to stop things. Instead of wasting and all this here time. here we are, still getting it fucked up. Anyways, welcome it to... It can only go up from here. To the Boundless <laughs> Pod Trap Podcast, episode 23. Hey, boys, before we get started, um, I would just like to have a, a quick moment of silence uh, for 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 Derek uh, Shevin's, uh asshole. Because that motherfucker's going to be destroyed in prison. Like... That's going to look like a $10 little kid swimming pool. What are you talking about? He's going to get his own private spot? Yeah, to get his asshole to <laughs> Well, let's have a moment of silence. Okay. And <laughs> That's the most listeners we've ever had in that moment of silence. So what's going on, fellas? Just uh, hanging out, hanging, you know, having fun in the sun. Yeah. Now that it's finally getting sunny. You're like, this is going to sound weird. But your head looks awfully, like, smooth tonight. Like, extra yeah. smooth for some reason. Did you, like, shave literally right before you came here? I did last night. It looks extra moist. And it I fucked does. up. And I fucked up, too. I had to, like, redo it. You it's fucking like, something up? That's unheard of. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. But, like, there's, like, two little spots in the back that I didn't get. And my wife called me out on that. And I'm like, I know. It's like, I felt it this morning she, when I put my hat on. But it's, like, her. Velcro all day. So she it's just cool. just tell her you're trying to grow a rat tail. Yeah, <laughs> I should. It's my little cute. right here. Back, back when I had to shave for my one job many, 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 many years ago, I always thought it was like weird. Sometimes you would shave and like you're looking at yourself in the mirror. It's on your face right there. And then the next morning there's like, you notice you miss like a patch. I'm like, how the fuck did I miss that? I, I don't know if it's like your skin is a different shade from freshly shaving it or what, but I, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, how did I miss a whole fucking patch right That's there? crazy. Kind of like just blowjobs your mind. It's weird. Blowjob. Explain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't. It blowjobs your mind. It's kind of like when your eyes just go backwards and it's like. But what kind of blowjob? There's several. Yeah. Um, say, <laughs> say Cheese grater. Say it, <laughs> don't say, say it's, cheese grater. Say it slower. Cheese grater? What are you, what are you talking about? When I was in the military, you're, I always had to carry a razor with me. You're ruining it. And then, I'm sorry. Is this? Did, 
carried a razor with you. Yeah, I had to carry a razor with me. <laughs> I'm soft because I fucking cut you, man. No, but because um, like I wake up at like four o'clock, four four thirty in the morning, and then I'd have to shave before I go to like my five o'clock formation before we go do our little PT or physical training. Wait, there's then, a four thirty in the morning. Yeah, it's wow. It comes twice. Like me. <laughs> you learn something new every day. And then when I made like the nine o'clock formation, they're like, did you shave this morning? I'm like, I did. I did. Cause my Italian blood just pushes that stubble right back out. It's like, I just did it. First of all, having to be up that early. No, thank you. And then having to shave every day. No, it's so you. fun. I, I have sensitive skin on my neck. And if I shave <laughs> every day, I get those red bumps and it's That's just, you got to get used to the new razor. That's all. No. It'll happen for no. like a week or two. Because I had to for two years at this one job. I literally had to shave every single day. And it never got better no matter what blades I used, what kind of shaving cream I used, what I did afterwards to help. Nothing. That's why if I ever had to work for a job where I had to shave every day again, ain't happening. When I was in high school, I used to shave those little spikes into my the designs. Jeff Hardy? Jeff Hardy style. I tried that several times and I have to give it to him. There's I don't know how he does that. Cause that a fine blade. I even like would take, cause it's like, he got like, it's so like crisp and like the, the gap between his facial hair and that it was just so. Yeah. I couldn't do that. Uh, that then I even try, <laughs> I wrapped my blade with like electrical tape just so only part of the blade was shaving and it still didn't work. You remember the electrical razors? It's like a, an, like a, Spishak, <laughs> not Spishak. That's a Mad TV one, like 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 a Mach twenty type yeah, of thing. But yeah. it's like an electrical handle. It's like I don't think I want something with that sharp of a blade next to my throat. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't had a razor on my face in almost a month. Like, I know. I'm I'm seeing how long I can let it go. But every like day, neck beard more and here. more and more gray grows into it, and it I, grows faster than everything. I was going to say last. Last time we were here, I was like, hey, you got quite a bit of gray in there. And it's not a bad thing. No. Like, it, it fits you, you well. distinguished. I did. I puff it out every night before bed. It's like I'm growing a Jufro on my <laughs> the lower part of my face, too. You can say that, folks. We can't. That's yeah. Jufro? Like, I got like a whole in, trouble. I got like a whole entire Jufro growing on my head, top and bottom. Do you, What's that? Is, is it Manscaped? Is that that? thing that's supposed to be for your nuts and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, the lawnmower or whatever I'm thinking about ordering one of those. Not that I have any reason to. You can just use mine. We'll share. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I don't have any reason to do that because let's face it. Well, it's a aesthetic. So when you come in here, so. Uh, well, yeah. usually my, well, it is getting to be short season. So I might want to trim it up just a <laughs> little bit. No, but have you ever, when you uh, have trim up down there, like I've I've used like my beard trimmer before. I took the guard off of it one time. Yeah, that was a mistake oh, on no. the ball sack. You cl- that like cuts your skin, especially when the battery starts dying and it's like slower and it, <laughs> it just starts pulling. It just the pulls hair. your hair. Yeah, you gotta like grab Ow. that shit like an alien brain and <laughs> go slow. <laughs> alien brain. Oh man, so screaming back out to the get the get the pliers. <laughs> oh, so how do you do it? Do you do you hover over the toilet or? I usually do it in the shower. But doesn't that clog the drain pretty quick? I clean quick? it up before I, I stand in the shower. Then I take like a piece of toilet paper, scoop it all up in a little pile, throw it away. Oh. Burn that shit on fire so it kind of like potpourri's the space. It smells like burnt. Smell, uh, garlic. Yeah, it smells yeah. like garlic. How it you, keeps away the demons, burn hair. <laughs> How do you do it? I usually prop one leg up on the sink. That's the only way I can see my balls You anymore. have a high sink. <laughs> Well, it's the only You're way flexible. I can see it. One foot on the squatty potty, one on the sink, and 
the family Squatty watching. Squatty potty slowly <laughs> yeah. starts gliding the out. The wife supporting my back so I don't tip No, over. no, 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 no. <laughs> Cleveland? <laughs> no. Remember that time, Lonnie, you walked in on Paco? Dude, the most beautifully landscaped bush I've ever seen. Really? Yeah, oh man, it's... I remember, like, I thought you were going to be like, stress. I thought you were going to be like mortified from no, it, but you no. were actually, it was like you saw like an angel or something. Right. Like you remember Road Warrior Animal, how he had like the two mohawks. Oh yeah. It's right. like that. But in each of the bush strips, that's like groomed to look like lions. Like, have you ever seen the TV movie special of The Shining that came out in the mid nineties? Probably. Okay, so in that, the hedge had the lions shaved in it. It was a, <laughs> it was an exact model of that hedge his well, bush was. That's like, what he used to do. He used to do, like, the the in the people's hair. They'd come into the barber shop, and he would do, like, art in the back right. of their head. And that touch him up. motherfucker didn't even work there. <laughs> oh, Paco. We have to try to get him on the show once. I wait. He, I mean, he, we're 23 episodes in, and he's still, like, Well, he's the one pushing us to do all this. Did you... Uh, but the checks are still coming, so he's no. not disappointed yet. True. Did you, uh, Lonnie, did you actually follow through with... Because uh, he said that you were going to join him in the little... I'm assuming not, then. Hey, then he, there was a, a... He wanted to do a little prank type of thing at the COVAX, little COVID vaccine facility, little uh, stand-up spot to do, like, a little zombie thing. So like once oh, he gets no, no. a shot. That's that's next Friday. Really? Yeah, I go back to get my, my shot next Friday. Boom. I've already had my first one. But you're gonna do the zombie thing? Fuck yeah, I am. You're gonna get arrested. <laughs> I told him not to, and he's like, fuck you and he doesn't care. Hey. He, he has connections. Yeah, and who's not excited about three hots and a cot every day? <laughs> oh. Two hookers and a so well, I let's talk about this, fellas. I most people know and some people don't. We're located in Omaha, Nebraska. Um, in thirty feet. Ah, God, hold on. <laughs> We're located in Omaha, hold Nebraska, on. in 30 in feet. In 30 feet. Make a U-turn. Turn my, hold on. I thought I turned my, my GPS on. In 5,000 feet. God damn it. Hold on. <laughs> How is it even going? You're, <laughs> sitting, right. you're sitting still. Make a U-turn. Wow. Hold on. Ah, Make God a damn it. It's not turning off. <laughs> Folks. This Make is, a U-turn. This is not What the scripted. fuck are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? But God damn it. <laughs> Make a U-turn. You have arrived at your destination. God. All right. Hold on. What the fuck are uh, you doing? Sorry. <laughs> you dumb fuck. Yeah, see, my, my GPS thing is a little bit more... <sighs> All right, hold on. I think we're good. Yeah, we're good. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> this isn't scripted, folks. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, no, so we're, we're based in Omaha, Nebraska. Was that 2006 or 2008? There was a shooting at the mall here. At in, 7, 2007. 2007. Uh, at the Von Mar at our Westroads Mall, and it was was it eight or twelve people that were killed? Uh, I believe nine people were shot. I'm not entirely sure how many people were killed. Yeah, that was w- the Hawkins. Yeah, yeah. I was still in college at that time in Des Moines. I was working at a grocery store. I was dressed as the guy going to my <laughs> high school. <laughs> oh no! Like I got out of the military wearing camo pants and pretty much what the guy was wearing. And a cop stopped me after after I left my visiting my high school. And they're like, we're just looking for somebody who you match the description. I'm like, I just got into town. So I don't. Well, anyways, that was uh, 2007. Tragic. This past weekend, another shooting happened at the same place. Yep. Well, next door, 
because that was in Von Moore. This was JCPenney right next door. So. But still, the same, same mall. Same mall. Like, this one wasn't as bad. This one think, was a targeted. Yeah, but I just think that's kind of crazy that, hey, that sh- people are still doing shootings. It's just so stupid, but that's always to have, it, thing, to have it happen guns. at the same mall, I mean, luckily, I mean, I hate saying luckily because somebody did lose their life, but it wasn't a mass shooting. What, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Ironically, that's still the only mall that sees traffic. Yeah, it is. I mean, we, we had we had four malls at one point here. We yeah. had Crossroads, West Roads, Oakview, uh, Oakview, and South Roads. South Roads, right? yeah. And South Roads, man. South Roads. One. That used to be the place. I'd go there all the time. Same here. I, okay, so now we're going on to another topic. We're talking about <laughs> malls. Uh, but no, I went to South Roads. That one closed down first. Crossroads was next. And they actually finally started demolishing it after... 15 years saying they're going to tear it down. Uh, Oakview is on its way out. Absolutely. You, yeah. you go into that place and it's a, it's a ghost town. There's no stores there, which that sucks for me because my buddies and I in high school, we'd go there every Friday and Saturday and that's where we'd kill time. And it was so busy back then. I always but yeah, press West, the button on the escalator. <laughs> so don't, don't press well, that. Sometimes What's we, it? we would see, we'd get into groups of two and we could see who would get kicked out first. Security hated us there. But, yeah, we would see who could get kicked out and for what reason. And I remember, I think my buddy and I, got we got kicked out because I put my hand on his shoulders and I pushed myself up in the air and jumped in the air and, like, get the fuck out of here. I was like, wow. You just didn't even have to try anymore. frogged him? <laughs> I didn't leap over him. I just pushed myself up in the air oh. and, like, yeah. And uh, But they hated us there. I had security chase me at Crossroads. I went to school at Lewis and Clark, and we used to get in our friend's Impla, which is a... <laughs> Impala, but the A was missing, so it was an Impla. And we would tie each other up and put us each other in like the trunk. Jackass had did that after we did it. We thought we created that and then just run through the mall. And then the big ass security used to try to chase us. Like, you're not gonna you're not gonna catch us. Wow. I you guys put some thought in the ears. We didn't really do that. But anyways, back to the shooting. There was actually a shooting a month ago where at that mall where they shot a cop and at West Roads? Yeah. Really? Was, yeah. It was Stated severe situation, but then he recovered. Well, that's the, that's one thing about these shootings that always pisses me off is like how often they say the killer's name and how often they show their picture and stuff like that. It's like, why are you giving them justice? You shouldn't even, you should refer to them as scum. Yeah. And cool. the people's faces you should be, and names you should be talking about are the victims right. of the people that they selfishly killed. Yeah, it says a uh, Omaha police officer was shot at West Roads Mall in Omaha. A police chase led to the exit near Waverly. That was on Friday, March 12th. Well, and you got to think about right now, unfortunately, with the social climate we live in right now, the death of a police officer is way down the priority chain right now with police getting as bad of a rap as they're getting nationally. I, I can see why that didn't really push the needle, quote unquote, in the media where someone who wasn't an authority figure getting shot would be more politicized. I think it's fucked up. I it, mean, it's extreme. Why, why is somebody else's life more important than others? I think anybody that gets shot should get the same amount of publicity yeah. and, well, and mourning. And, and I don't that, necessarily think even the publicity is necessary because that's what some of the people do, especially with like mass shooters. They want that popularity. Right. Well, and that's the one big thing and getting a little political about it was all the attention that was put on the Derek Chauvin, uh, George Floyd case, where it was on every news channel, 
where it was on the top of everybody's mind and it was all this and everyone was so excited that he was held accountable like he killed a man and he went to jail for murder but you know it's one person that one person was held accountable well shouldn't every single person who commits murder be held accountable isn't it a thing Mm -hmm. do you think taking one person and making them be held accountable gonna fix the problem fuck no that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard until every person who murders someone is held accountable it's not gonna change a fucking thing you're just gonna be marching next week for the next person who gets killed unfortunately and then the next week and the next week this is never gonna fucking end and it's usually until like every single person is held fucking accountable it's usually for their actions on like false information as well like Usually once the first thing gets out, that's the narrative that drives the whole, you know, it's it's an emotional response for something, especially like something that's not even facts. There are people who are doing fucked up shit, yet they're the martyrs. It's like you're going to praise the person who just put a gun to some chick's head or whatever. And Okay. It's some stuff. It's some, some BS. Right. Every life needs to be held at a precedence. Right. I think also the people who are pushing the accountability – they are not taking accountability for themselves as well. Absolutely. So you yeah. need to manage yourself first. Right. Well, it's the world we live in, unfortunately. And like I've said many times in the past, our world is only going to get worse. It's never going to get you. better. Not for you. For me, I'm going to get better here. We all. I'm optimistic. Plus, we're going to be coming into a lot of money here soon. Fucking stimulus, baby. Not the stimulus, but somebody has been messaging my wife recently. He's like, how big your feet? Send me foot size and I will send money and... Yeah. Well, I got. He wants to get pictures for feet. <laughs> well, I I didn't want I didn't want to brag to you guys. I wasn't gonna bring it up. Your but feet are pretty. <laughs> I did I did get an email from a Nigerian prince. Uh, me who, too. Who needs me to to hide some money for him? Wasn't gonna bring it up, but it's it sounds trusted. like a pretty sweet deal. I put my two weeks in as two fucking weeks ago. <laughs> right? Did you say? Are we getting another stimulus? package eventually there's a democrat in the office democrats are running everything every fucking week's gonna be stimulus i hate saying that like because i want the money but it's like why the fuck do we need another stimulus package because we're all little kids and we all need to have our hands i mean i would love it but it's just like we're stealing from our future from our kids this world is like almost almost back back to normal i mean over here in council bluffs where we record i mean it is if you go to high v everything's back to normal I was like the only, I was the only fucker wearing a mask in there because people here don't know how to read and look like they're just COVID. Speaking of this, I have a story for you two. So, and this is. Do you want to tell us off the air? I no no no. This everyone needs. If you want to hear this story, you have to sign up for a Patreon. (laughs) Everyone needs to hear this story. So, and this is coming from my mom, and my mom. She leaves out facts because she doesn't want to sensationalize stuff. So when she told me this story and it was your mom's so cool. My mom's great. My mom is the meanest woman on earth and I love her to death. <laughs> um, so she was in Menards. And if you guys don't know what Menards are, if you're not listening to this locally, Menards is like the Walmart of hardware stores. My mom works that one part time. Yeah. Menards. But I don't know if Menards is like a local thing or if it's a national thing. It's a Midwest thing. Okay. So it's like a, a Home Depot. I know Home Depots are nationalized. So it's like it's like a Home Depot. But so she went into uh, the Menards to return some wood she bought because she overbought and she's standing. What did you say? She overbought wood. So, oh, okay. I thought he was, he was, thought he was going Jewish. Some wood she bought. <laughs> she bought wood. Um, so she's standing in the customer service line behind another lady who is returning something. And 
a a person, I think she said she was female, but came through the doors in like a vintage 1970s goalie mask. And for everyone else who isn't Canadian or likes hockey, it was a Friday the 13th mask just trucking into the store. And my mom's like, huh, I guess someone's taking this COVID thing seriously with wearing a mask. She said not a minute behind her, a Menards employee with his shirt tore and his mask ripped off was following behind her on his on his microphone saying, yes, she, she assaulted me and she's coming into the store. So apparently this lady was being told she couldn't come in to Menards and threw a shit fit and just beat the piss out of People the employee. Need to grow up. As you do. And it, I couldn't imagine. And my mom, the five foot fiery little Jew she is, was like, I was scared to shit. I wasn't even going to return my boards. I was just going to get get out of there. But I would use the boards. But money, you know, more important than <laughs> health. But yeah, and now it that that same Menards because I went there a couple days after. There's like five giant signs now around the door saying "mask mandatory" and a big triangle sign as you have to walk through that says "masks mandatory." And they usually have someone at the door now saying you need to have a mask. Like people are getting tired of being controlled in the Midwest, and it's so stupid. <sighs> I mean, we're we're getting the shots. We're doing everything we need to do to start getting healthy. We're starting to listen. It takes the time. numbers are getting lower. It's we're starting to do the right thing. One Don't of the things I haven't give been, up hope. Yeah, one of the things I haven't necessarily been for when it comes to the mandation of closing things down is like the gyms. That was like one of the first things to close down. It's like, are you serious? Like that's one of the cleanest places. Once right. you're done with something, you wipe it down, you clean it. You're always like, it's a habit over there. Right. Like you know what to do. Well, and exercising is good for your immune system yeah. as well. Like you need that. It's like you want to really? increase your health. <laughs> that's what's wrong with me. <laughs> are you out of breath sitting? Uh-huh. <laughs> I just, people just need to give it time. And that's things like people are getting their shots. That's great and all, but it's not going to happen overnight. Like I know everyone's antsy to get back to normal. I mean, yeah. I am, but too, every now but, and then I get a little bit terrified. I'm sorry, but this vaccine is, a is not bulletproof. I mean, there are so many forms of this virus out there. Right. This vaccine was only developed and invented for the first strain yeah, that we have. And like I've said, I have nurse friends that say that there are so many people coming in that got the vaccine and are testing positive for COVID because it's a different strain of it. So, you know, like I said, that's why I'm not so quick to put this in my body yet. So I'm going to give it time. But you're so fast to let us put anything in your body. Well, that's because I know the after effects of that. Rawr. And that's good. Nice. So, all right. So let's get into our topics tonight. Um, oh, I thought we were going to get into his body. Lonnie. Later. That's our Patreon episode. Oh. <laughs> that's, uh, a, that's on our fans only. Lonnie, let's start with your topic. What do you got tonight? Do you have a game? I have a game. I thought, you know, we haven't been really doing any heavy games lately because we still haven't punished Justin, which it's coming. Oh, boy, is it coming. Oh, going. boy, is it going to come. Is it going to come hard? So Sweet. I thought we'd actually get into, like, a serious game. We've been doing some, but they've been kind of slow. But this one's an actually somewhat serious game that's going to take some take some time and have some fun with it. So I don't know if anyone out there is familiar with Akinator, which it's a, oh, yeah. it's a program that 
you ask it yes or no questions. questions. I was obsessed with that game. Right. Same here. I used um, to use that as like my secret weapon when I used to work nights, you know, like, like think of somebody and I'll guess who it is. And people on the other end of the chat, they're like, how the fuck did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> we used to do it a lot at the comic shop and that was a long, long time ago. So basically we're going to kind of play a yes or no Acnator game, but we're doing it with movie genres. You each get 10 questions, yes or no questions. After you ask your questions, you have to pick the movie in that genre. So you ask your question that has to be a yes or no. I will answer you yes or no. You each get 10. I pick a movie? No, I, I pick the movie. Okay. I'll give you the genre. You ask me yes or no questions. You each get 10. Okay. After those questions, you each get a guess at the movie. Okay. If you get it right, you get a point. If you don't get it right, nobody gets that point. Got five different genres. And so we each are taking turns asking a question. Yep. Correct. Okay. I'll, I'll start so, with musicals. Um, I don't have musicals. I have action, horror. Get the fuck out of here. Sci-fi, drama, and comedy. Uh, no, I want to do musicals. Well, you're shit out of Let's luck. Let's start with comedy. Damn okay, it. we will start with comedy. Since you picked comedy, Mr. Jeremy, I will let you ask the first question. Oh, man. Like, this is kind of weird. Is this movie, was it released in the 90s? Yes. Is the movie part of the National Lampoon's no marker? Does this movie have to do with a road trip of some sorts? Yes. Is the title two words or less? Yes. Is it a Farrelly Brothers film? If you're looking it up, I doubt it. Justin, why I'm looking that up, go ahead and ask your question. Is it a top star cast yes yes it is a fairly brothers movie is like there male nudity in it yes so justin starred in it yes justin was in it hmm. is there a token character no man this is actually hard to think of questions like can i get like real specific with it yep you can ask any question as is, long as it a yes or no answer is jim carrey in the movie no I'm you not are, up on my. You are halfway through your questions. I'm not up on my. Did you say Waverly? I'm not up on those. Is it based around two main characters? Yes. Are both main characters male? Yes. Can I search Waverly Brothers films? You can, you search, can search Waverly, Waverly all you Brothers want. Films. You ain't gonna find shit on Waverly Brothers or whatever. Fairly. Are we allowed to? Google? No. Okay, I was going to say, that's... You can Google Waverly Brothers films <laughs> all you want. Oh my God, I'm drawing a blank because I know it's not the movie I'm thinking of. Is this movie only one and it's it's not, there's not like a part two, part three? Nope. So yes, it is the only one of its kind. Okay. I'm thinking of a movie, but I don't know if it's a Fairly Brothers movie. Is Ben Affleck in it? No. Even who I went to ask. Son of a bitch. I get, I, this is the wrong Ben I just asked about. Okay. Kingsley? <laughs> no. No. Man, I'm horrible at this. Is it around a particular holiday? No. Three more questions. Is Ben Stiller in it? No. Mm. Is one of the Owen brothers in it? No. Hmm. How do I want to word this question? See, that's the game, too. Like, you don't want to give out too much information. Yeah. Was the main song written specifically for the movie? No. 
Is this movie geared more towards high school viewers? No. You each have one question left. Are the main characters adults? Yes. I have my answer, but I don't even know that it's a Fairly Brothers film. I think it is. I have no answer. (laughs) And these all I picked are bigger movies, so I'm not trying to to shark one in on you. Are the main characters Caucasian? Yes. All right, gentlemen, that is your 10 questions each. It's not how high. (laughs) It is not how high. Do either of you have a sure defined answer? It's not a sure thing, but I have an answer. Okay. So if you were to go ahead and write down your answer for me. Reviewing all the facts there. Primarily based around two people, not necessarily around a holiday, not starring Ben Stiller, Ben Affleck, Jim Carrey, or any of the Owen brothers. Not necessarily geared towards high school students. Uh, I was just about to do the same thing. I'm Googling now. (laughs) I'm thinking... He already gave me his answer, so you can just... I was going to say Mel Brooks the movie uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It. Well, if it's if it's a Mel Brooks movie, it's not a Fairly Brothers movie. True. It's the Waverly Brothers. <laughs> Gentlemen both give up. Yep. It is the 1996 movie Kingpin. Oh, jeez. Oh, you should have said the other guy. <laughs> oh. So nobody gets point was, for that one. I was thinking uh Dumb and Dumber at first, but That's what I was thinking yeah. and then I was thinking something about Mary. I said Step Brothers. But I don't think that's a, a Fairly Brothers film. There's no road trip with that. Okay. Yeah, and that's the thing after I said that. I was like, oh, yeah. In, okay. In Kingpin? Yeah, no. they have to drive. No, to, oh, Step okay. Brothers. Step Brothers. All right. Four genres left, boys. I know Who picked cow? that one? Jeremy picked that one. Jeremy let's do, picked, let's so do action. Action? Okay. Lights, camera, action. Do it. Your first, Justin. Is there lots of gunplay? Define lots. Enough to have... A few shootouts. Yes. Was this movie released after the year 2000? No. Is this also a 90s movie? Yes. Are there sequels to this movie? No. Is it connected with a gang, like a mob or Yakuza or something of the like? Yes. Does this movie star Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. Is this a revenge film? No. Does this movie revolve around somebody that's either police or FBI? Yes. Is it one of the common movies where you get the girl at the end? No. That's your sixth question, so halfway through. This is my fifth question? This is your sixth question. Is there a lot of drugs involved in this movie? No. Is there a display of... Technical, like martial arts? I wouldn't say a lot. Is this a Quentin Tarantino movie? No. Is one of the main people not human? No. The fuck? (laughs) No, it's not Short Circuit. (laughs) I was going to go with, uh, fuck, what's that? The Belushi one, or the dog. (laughs) Canine? Is it it called? Yeah, canine. It's not Turner and Hooch. Is Mel Gibson in this movie? No. Is this an A-list actor who's the main person? Yes. Just probably not anymore. (laughs) I will give you the hint that there are one, two, three. There are three A-list actors of their time in this movie. 
Does it take place at any time on an airplane? Yes. Are you following the storyline of the the criminal? Yes. Does this movie revolve around the president of the United States? Yes. Oh, damn it. All right, who wants to take the first stab at it? I will. Okay. I'm going to follow. That is incorrect. What? Son of a... I feel like you were thinking of the same thing I was thinking of, but I can't think of the name. Not first Harrison Ford, first one down, or Air Force down. Air Force One. Air Force One. Is that what it's called? That is incorrect. Is that what you picked? Yeah. Oh, I just fuck. wanted to play stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, that was 1991's Point Break. Oh. With Keanu Reeves, Patrick Swayze. Oh, and fuck. I'm Gary like, where's the air- airplane? But they jumped out of it. Yeah. Wow. And the presidents come in because they all wore the president. That's fucked up. <laughs> Damn it. I thought I had it because I was thinking. I thought you did too. Yeah. Like you were getting really All of those specific. were like on point. Well, the other one I was thinking of until you said that there was like only three people was Con Air. Yeah, that, that was yeah. the other one I was and, thinking of. That's why I went like, to the criminal. way more than three. Well, shit. All right. Three left. We got sci-fi, horror, and drama. We're going to go horror. Gonna we go, would. Go horror. All right. Well, okay. Is this... Is the movie part of a movie franchise? Uh, no. Is it based on uh, not necessarily paranormal, but like creature, something that's not human? No. Well, yes, it's not human. Is there a high body count in this movie? No. Is there possession? No. Does it involve some kind of doll or something? That's the killer? No. That was a burner, man. I I shouldn't have asked that. All dolls have sequels. I shouldn't have asked that either because all doll movies have pretty, basically a high body count. Uh, Is this another 90s movie? No. Is this movie, does it take place before the 90s? Yes. Is there strong regards to religion? No. Is Vincent Price in it? No. You said no possession, right? No possession. Okay. Is it about zombies? No. You guys are halfway through your questions. Why did you have to think about that? I didn't. It was probably one of your quickest no's. Is this an Alfred Hitchcock movie? No. Is there more than one attackers? No. Is this a black and white film? No. For its time, is it supposed to take place in the future? No. God dang. Does it take place in one particular like setting, like a, a store or something like that? Yes. Is the military involved? No. Just took away my thought. <laughs> Are there a lot of people in this one setting that the, thing, the movie takes place in? No. I'm back to square one. Is this after the 60s? Yes. Jeez. All right. One more question, each of you. <sighs> See... The thing I'm thinking of, I don't think it would work. Because does it have to do with ground dwellers? No. I, I, I was thinking that earlier. I'm kind of narrowing in that it's an 80s movie. So it's, it, has to be, it has to be 70s or 80s or even 60s. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you that narrow, narrows it down. Narrow down, it's not 90s or 2000s. It was after 50s. So it's got to be 60s, 70s, or 80s. At 30 years. There wasn't many movies that came out then. <laughs> That's well known. That only has like one attacker. 
is the attack. It's well. Now who's talking Jewish? <laughs> oh my god! It's no. so hot. Is does it star Robert De Niro? It does not star Robert De Niro. <laughs> There All right, the so, Avengers. So what? <laughs> no, wait, not Avengers. So what we know about this movie is that God damn. it is a before '90s horror movie with a low body count takes place in one area with a non-human monster. All right, fellas, is anyone gonna get a point in this? The movie came out in like fucking the mid 2000s First thing I just thought of. I know it was wrong. I have no clue. Justin, what do you got? I got a wrong answer. Okay, what are you giving me? I was going to say Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. <laughs> okay. That With was Robert like, De Niro. <laughs> so it was 1983's Cujo. Mm, of course it was. <laughs> Pick the next one. What What the? You got, you got sci-fi and drama left. Sci-fi. Let's, yeah, let's do sci-fi. Let's do sci-fi. All right, Justin, you got the first question. Does this take place on Earth? No. Some. I think. Hold on. They are earthlings that it's about, but might not necessarily be on Earth. Uh, there's a very small bit of it on Earth. Before they're recruited and go up and fight. <laughs> no. Did this movie come out after the year 2000? No. Is this kind of like space military-esque? Uh, no. I know shit about sci-fi. It's my one of my least favorite genres. Um... Is it what we consider a classic, well-known movie? Yes, I would think so. Does it start any Buseys? Um, do, 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 no. Or Baldwins. No Buseys or Baldwins. But it does have a very well-known cast. Is this, go ahead. I say multiple award winners. Does it have like a sequel and a trilogy and? No. Are there creatures involved? Yes, there are creatures in this movie. Are there any deaths in this movie? Yes. Oh my god, <laughs> don't do that. Don't look at me like that. This is a 90s movie? Yes. We already said that? No. No, okay. Is that your question? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it better be. <laughs> if he's going to let me have two, I'm going to take it. Not only two, I'll, I'll let you have six more even. Yes. He's so nice. I know. Does this movie take place around any holiday? No. Justin. He's trying to get all like psychological with his questions. Is John Travolta part of it? Ooh, no, he's not. You were thinking Greece, weren't you? Very very specific, but no. Guys are halfway through. Is the main character a female? One of the main characters is a female, yes. Okay, how many more questions? Four? Yeah, technically five, but four after this one. What? That was the sixth one I just asked. Yeah, so he's asking his sixth one now. But he started, so he should be ahead of me. He should be on his seventh. Oh, yeah. What are you doing? I'm writing them both down at the same time. So. Oh, okay. Is there a, a, amount of, a small amount of flamboyancy in this? Certain characters, yes. Is this a spoof of a popular movie? No. Fuck. Number eight. Would you consider this to be an operatic film? At parts, yes. Operatic sci-fi movie. See, I don't know enough about the genre to know the 
Are there any animals in this movie? Yes. Is the top three or so cast pretty much always the lead in like maybe 80 to 90% of their work? Yes. I have an idea, but I don't consider it sci-fi. That's your final. That's your 10, by the way. Yeah. Got one more. One more, Mr. Lubish. Is this movie still popular today? Yes. Justin's already presented his answer, and he is correct. Well, I'm pretty sure mine's not Kapuya! even... Kapuya! Mine's not even in the same genre, but I'm just gonna... Boo! That is incorrect. It is 1997's The Fifth Element. Never seen it. It's an awesome it's movie. It's a fantastic movie. With Dracula? Amazing. <laughs> All right, so what do we got? We got we got one left, drama? and it is drama. Oh, boy. One of my favorite drama movies of all time, and I really don't like them, so. Okay. Jeremy, you get to lead this show. I'm going to go with the, did this movie take place in the 90s? Um, Some of it. It took place over a lot of different time periods. Okay. It's your first fucking question. How are you thinking this? <laughs> you could literally ask anything at this anything? point. Okay. See what I could do. Um, yeah. Is this following the life of one person? Yes. I know what it is. I think I do too. <laughs> Did this movie win a lot of awards? Yes. It won 69 awards. It was nominated... Jeez. For 69 awards, it didn't necessarily win all of them. Okay. You want to just put your answer in now? If you guys want to skip the questions and put your answers in, absolutely. I'm going to go a few more questions just to make sure. Would you also kind of rate this as a like a feel-good comedy drama style? No. Did part of this movie take place during the war? Parts of it. Is it a love story? There is a love story element to it, yes. That kind of like that every movie drama. Yeah. yeah. Did this movie get released in the nineties? No. File that under C for curveball. Does it star Morgan Freeman? It does not star Morgan Freeman. No Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman is not in this film. Was this movie directed by Nick Cassavetes? No. Why do you giggle at me like that? <laughs> Because I was gonna, you girl. I was going <laughs> to waste my my question. Is Robert in there? No. <laughs> Is this one of those movies that take place primarily on the West Coast California style movie? California, define California style movie for me. <laughs> like a West Coast, Cali, Vegas, around those parts, the West, Utah, no. No. Idaho, potatoes. No, no. No, no, bro. That ain't me. Does this movie have a, what we would call a happy ending and not like a massage happy ending? <laughs> um, Some would consider yes. Someone could consider no, depending on your... So I just wasted a fucking no. question. <laughs> trying to think how that would be best answered. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But also no. <laughs> no. Yes. It, it, it. It depends on whose eyes you're looking through at the end of the movie. Does it star Jim Carrey? No, it doesn't star Jim Carrey. 
Does it star Tom Hanks? Does not star Tom Hanks. Who's another? Do you follow a a Caucasian male actor? Yes. So most of the movies, yes, yes, you fail with an accent. <laughs> uh, he he is doing an accent. Yes. Is there a death at the end of the movie? Yes. Wait, some of it takes place in the nineties, mm-hmm. so it kind of goes before or after. Does it star Leonardo DiCaprio? It does not. No. Damn it. There's only like one or two more. <laughs> it does star a big name actor. Yeah, it's. Was this movie released before the 90s? No. I think it's early 2000s, but uh, don't answer. Well, it has to be. Yeah, because a part of it took place in the 90s, so it has to be. Oh, it could be the ending of it. Now. Yeah, it could be. All right, all right, all right. McConaughey? McConaughey. Does it start Matthew McConaughey? It does not. No. Damn it. Okay, right. then I'm out. I have no. You each get one more question. Since it is the last question, I will give you guys a hint. It was directed by Tim Burton. So it stars Johnny Depp. <laughs> Are there children involved in this movie? Yes. Is this movie following an outcaster? Um, I wouldn't go as far as to say outcast, no. I'm just going to stick with my answer. Okay. I literally have no answer. Okay. At, for this, I'm... Negative. This was 2003's Big Fish. Oh, oh yeah, I wouldn't have. Never seen I, it. I always write that one off as, as a temper, and I mean, I really like it, but... Well, let me tally... Didn't up. that giant dude die? Giant dude. The giant dude in oh, the big... Oh, I, I don't know. He was in uh, House of a Thousand Corpses. He was that giant dude. Tiny? Tiny, yeah. Yeah, he died in 2005. Poor little guy. <laughs> or big guy. Tiny firefly. How can he Why die? are you tallying this up? Justin won. He had one. I had zero. <laughs> <laughs> Make it so the, you're like, grab my abacus You're here. like crunching numbers over there. No, I was, looking up, I, was, I was looking up Matthew McCory. <laughs> so True. after that <laughs> rousing game of movie trivia. Stop. <laughs> looks like Justin with his, let me carry the numbers here. I got to cut like 40 minutes off of that. No kidding. Justin got, uh, got it with the. Riveting score of, <laughs> let me see this, 99 minus the ones he missed. He got one. Hey, wow. but you know what, thank Justin? You, thank you. You won tonight, but you're still getting punished. Jeremy. Tonight? Jeremy came in with a. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, well, zero. zero. Well, fellas, we started out the season with a game and. We got was, some. We got a. We got a little bit of rust to knock that off was here, our, boys. That was our spring game. So. Well, got some. All right. Got if some, we have time, we can try another. But we'll see what happens. Training to do. That's all we got is time on this podcast, boys. Not our listeners. <laughs> no. Not our listeners. My They're sister dying? said that she's been listening to our podcast and like a fa- like how you do like faster speed. Oh, right. And she said it makes her laugh even harder just because of our voices. I don't know <laughs> what I would sound like at a higher speed. You sound like. A tape cassette that's about to explode. A, a fucking chip. <laughs> I feel like I put in more work than you boys. Like since I talk faster, I'm doing like double the podcast, and you guys are like just talking in your nice. Well, because so you got to, because you fit in so much more bullshit. But then when I do. talk, when I listen to myself, because I love listening to myself all the time. You know, I have to put it on so I can go to sleep. Wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. I mean, I jerk off to us talking all the time. We, we sounded like the micro machine guy when my sister was like, This is how fast I listen to you. He's like, Micro machines. Order now. All right. 
Well, who's up next? Side effects could include. So we're gonna go. We're gonna go with my topic next here. This is kind of a. This will be a, a quick one, probably. You had a topic. I actually totally forgot about your topic until like right before I got here. Well, I kind of forgot about yours a little bit too. The one, so. both you fuckers. But I have them down. No, so what I told these boys to do is, all three of us are going to assemble our all-star band. Now, what I had told them is that we're each going to pick a bass player, a guitar player, did you a drummer and a singer? Actually, two singers because we. I feel like uh, the singer is such a. A wide range out there. I don't know about Lonnie, but like you really wanted to pick a certain person, but you're like, I don't know if I should pick that person. Yeah. I did the same thing. I did so many singers. The singer was actually the easiest person besides Mm -hmm. drummer to pick. For for me me. too, because usually my music listening is usually gravitated towards the singer and the lyrics and stuff like that. Well, my favorite singer is Davey Havoc by far. And I figured you were going to go- I was I couldn't put him on the list because he's only good in AFI. Like you can put he's him good in, in Black Audio. I love him. In well, Black. yeah, and Dreamcar he's good in his bands that that are made for him. He's good in, but if you put him in anything that's not made specifically for him, he's fucking dog shit. Well, and that's what made this. He can. That's what's going to make can this carry fun blank. because I had <laughs> I, another rule. I said is so we each can pick two singers, but I said that you cannot pick band members that have that are already in the same band together. Like you can't do Lars. What if Metallica they're James? not in the same band, but have played together at one point? As long as it wasn't like a really, really popular band like Metallica or anything like that, where they played for many, 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 many years together. Like Dave Grohl has done some stuff with Tenacious D. I'll let it slide. Keep going. But anyways, so, and the thing is like, what made this difficult for me was, you know, there were so many different genres of musicians out there that, you know, I'd like to take somebody from jazz and put it with somebody from hard rock and stuff. But in my mind, it's just like that would be an awful sounding band. So for me, I kind of picked it musicians can, that are in the same genre that would actually mesh very well together. But again, this is this is anything you want to pick. What were you going to say, Justin? I was going to say stuff, stuff like I'm that. I'm having deja vu right now. It's just kind of weird. Stuff like that can accidentally work. But usually most time it's it's crap. Like doing this sort of time signature with this sort of thing it's like uh, it's all off it's just noise right at this point but adding certain instruments that doesn't even that wouldn't normally mesh like holy shit that sounds fucking amazing you got a mandolin in this rock group type yeah of- well yeah uh, and that's that's what's going to be fun about this uh, i'll start off here i'm just going to go down the list here now uh, i'm going to start with the bass player because bass players are i know absolutely nothing about them like i can't i can't name all but maybe a couple bass players out there. And there's only two in my mind that have that significant sound. Like when you hear it, you're like, I know who that is. Now, I don't even know his name, but the the bass player from the band uh, Primus, oh, yeah. he's got a very unique Primus? sound. Les but, Claypool? Yes. But I could not, I did not pick him. So I went with the stereotypical Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Uh, just because he's so unique and energetic on stage, the way and his bass seems like it's about like, 12 feet longer than most bass players bases. And I, I love the sound that a red hot chili peppers has. So my bass player for my all-star band is going to be flea. Well, and I can throw a little input in that from being a bass player. And the great thing about flea as well, he is so flawlessly can go between 
slapping and picking, mm-hmm. like you can't tell that transition. And that talent for a bass player is really rare. Like they can do one or the other. It's very seldom that they can do both what did so you do? flawlessly. I went with... No, I mean, what did you do when you played? Oh, I was mostly pick. I, I did some slapping and popping when it was necessary, but I could only really... It would have to be like a dropout slap or pop, and then I would have to transfer back. I couldn't do it in the same verse and then switch back quick. I would have to literally pop it and then reform and go back to playing. If I'm not mistaken, I believe Flea from the Chili Peppers didn't really know how to play when they were first doing like their original stuff. I yes. Really. And he's yeah. an amazing actor, too. That's what a lot yeah. of people don't know. Back he's to the Future so many two. suburbia. McFly. Uh-huh. So, all right. So, Flea's my bass player. I'm going to move on to the drummer because I am a drummer. Man, this was very difficult. And this was the last one I picked because I wanted to get the rest of the band together. I went through so many people. You know, Danny Carey is probably, I think, one of the most talented drummers from Tool. But I didn't go with him. But uh, I went I'm go with, with him then. I went <laughs> I went with, and I, I, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing his last name because I just have recently stumbled across this guy. I mean, I've knew, known about him, but I never really looked at his work or watched videos of him drumming. And I watched a live video of him playing with the band that he's in. And I'm like, holy crap, this guy's like really good. So I started watching other things, and I can't believe how talented, talented he is. But I'm going with Ray Lugier. That's what I corns. Yeah, drummer. that's what I did. The new corn. Driver. Yeah, the new. Yeah. and he used to be with like David Lee Roth and stuff like that. But he's so freaking talented. And as a drummer, like the stick spins that he does and whatnot, I just couldn't believe how I've not really heard of this guy. And the fact too that he went into an audition for Corn. I think it was at one of their shows, and you can actually see his audition on YouTube. They filmed it. But he, after one of their shows, he auditioned and he like learned like 30 some corn songs and blew them away and they offered him the job and he's been their drummer ever since. And I mean, he's, he's super talented. So he's my drummer, my guitar player, John five, hmm. Rob Zombie's, Absolutely. Rob Zombie's guitarist. He was in Manson. Leonard Skinner, Manson, yep. uh, the guy. And, and the thing with him is like, you know, most guitar players really get into it on stage. He's just so mellow. He's so and technical too. He has a presence too he's kind of he reminds me of buckethead and uh yeah right yeah. and he knows all styles right and it's it's crazy uh thing about him too if you're a gear gear junkie like i am dude plays tellies and that's not a guitar you see a lot of metal guys play he plays straight up telecasters he he has his own telecaster that's his special design but yeah the guys played telecasters his whole career and if you know anything about guitars you know what a telecaster is it's a blues guitar it's very soft it was original had single coil pickups in it if you ran distortion through them at all they got so muddy and so washed out i actually watched a video on him the other day going through his rig and going through all his guitars and just seeing the guitars he uses i I have no idea how he gets the tone he does I watched a video where he's playing one of Jimi Hendrix's old guitars, and I yeah. mean, it's just he would. You should have seen him. He was like such like a little kid. Like right. that's the most emotion I've ever seen out of him. Like as being a real human being. Him yeah. and Mick Jones or Mick something, the guy from Slipknot. He plays Stratocasters, which is another guitar you didn't think anyone would run as big of 
heads and as much distortion through, but they just make it sound good. Well, to be fair, Slipknot has like 13 guitarists, so they have... <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> overlay, overlay, overlay. But you know, John 5 is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I think John 5 and Ray together would be phenomenal. And yeah. I believe that they both did play for David Lee Roth at one point. I think John 5 also played with David Lee Roth. Yeah. I think... So now I'm going on to my two singers. I'm going to go with my first one. I actually did a male singer and a female singer. Ooh. Now, the male singer, you know, I did not pick Danny Carey from Tool because I think Maynard James Keenan from Tool, A Perfect Circle, Pussifier, I think is the other band. Uh, I think he has did one you say of Pussifier? Yeah, I think that's the name of it. Pussifer? Pussifer, yeah. I don't, uh, anyways. But uh, <laughs> Pussyfire. <laughs> that's what I do. I set them on fire. But his voice is so beautiful. Like, it's so soothing, but yet when he wants to hit high, oh, my God. And it's it's not distorted. It's not like, rrr, rrr, rrr type of oh stuff. My God. It's, it's so, oh my God. you can understand every word he's saying. And, again, he's a very intelligent guy. And his lyrics just have, they have more to it than just standard message. Like, you may think you know what he's singing about, but, my God, he has, like, a whole backstory on it and whatnot. So, he would be my lead singer. My other lead singer, I said, would be a female. And honestly, she could be in the band with Maynard. It would be kind of kind of like a Fleetwood Mac type thing. Yeah, Lacuna and Coil. But um, I went with uh, Amy Lee from Evanescence. Yeah. I think she's another one that has such a beautiful voice. And when she hits that high note, oh, it's beautiful. I get a little tired of her because she's overplayed. It's like We, we just heard this song 10 minutes ago. If you're listening to the radio. Well, that's why you don't listen to the radio because oh. that's like. That'll do it to you. Yeah. yeah. But so, yeah, that is my all-star band. Justin, let's go with yours next. Let's listen. I don't necessarily remember when you um, put out the, I thought I just, you know, assemble your band type of thing. And I, I tried to do that. And I also added a few things. So I, we're going to play the triangle. We're not going to play the triangle. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I specifically said a bass player, <laughs> a guitarist, a drummer, and two singers. I refuse to read that message. You probably told him that. Well, we're going to go with those four <laughs> things. All right. So as much as I really wanted to take Mike Patton, the man of a thousand voices, I could not pick him because he he can use a break. He's in way too many bands as is. So I kind of was up in the air between two different two people on two different sexes. So four people. So I was thinking about Alex Mokabust, Mokabust from Zero Mancer, otherwise Jay Gordon from Orgy. Okay. And so when I was designing this band, it was primarily for a certain sound. And I feel like if I would have done this like a month from now, it'd be entirely different people, at least more or less. Because when it comes to music for me, it's all by the mood and I'm in different situations or walks in my life. Walks. Yeah. Um, so if I were to pick a female singer, it would have been Karen from Collide, otherwise Poe. And Poe's an amazing... She she had a small popularity. Collide, not too much. Let's see what you did there. You technically picked four singers and not two singers. <laughs> so Jay Gordon, <laughs> Jay Gordon, or Poe. Okay. With my drummer, I also picked Ray Luzier because I did like a lot of his technicality. And since you picked him... I will take Mike Borden, Puffy, the drummer. Okay. He's played in quite a bit of stuff. Been in Faith No More, Black Sabbath, Corn. He's subbed in for quite a bit. For my guitarist, it was hard for me to choose between like a, a certain guitarist, but since I was building from the sound, I was going to say either Kenny Hickey 
from Typo Negative. Otherwise, Billy Corgan or Devin Townsend. I don't think Billy Corgan will mesh well, especially with his character himself. He is a, a controller and just being non-vocals. Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins. I, yeah, I know like who you're it. talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but, and Devin Townsend is an amazing guitarist from like the Devin Townsend Project, all that. I wish there was a way that we could make sample sample this these <laughs> bands we're putting together oh we could it's just gonna take a little while and then just combined all of their stuff into like one little collaboration of I wish they, all did <laughs> the same, they all did the same song and you <laughs> so with my bass i think i would have and it was also hard for me to select a bass player because again i'm the bass is usually the last thing i look for or i tune into most people don't even hear the bass yeah. but they're bass. but they're integral <laughs> They're integral because like they are. It's just playing with something and then adding like a little bit of like white noise or something that's under. If a song didn't have bass in it, you would know. Yeah. You would you would know. But like, when you this? when you listen to it, you don't really pay attention. And that's not being mean or well, anything you, about it. But it's just like I always say, one of the songs that really you can hear the bass is Bon Jovi's like um, "Living on a Prayer." Or it's like and like if you once you hear it, it's like fuck that's all you can hear well and the reason you don't hear bass in a lot of songs it's is be because it's the solid rhythm like it it's what drives the song and you're not you're not listening for that rhythm what drives the song is it just right. it's there i usually think of the drums to drive it and the bass is the well, atmospheric the that... drums and the bass are doing the same thing like the bass drum and the bass generally are doing that same flow so bass is just emphasizing what the drum is doing minus cymbals so my bass player, I was either going to pick Christian Doris from Kidney Thieves. Otherwise, there is another musician who is highly talented in several music or several instruments, and that's Atticus Ross. I think I would have to select Atticus Ross. Who's he from? He's done quite a bit of stuff with Nine Inch Nails. Okay. Primarily. Okay. And he's got his own. Okay. And then if I were going to select a keyboardist, I was either going to do fuck out of here. Tim <laughs> How many fucking all-star bands did you just name? Like seven of them. I know. He did like 30 people for each thing. He's like, oh, do you do this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. I see what you did there, you overzealous. Make it up on the fucking... Did you expect anything different? You can't single them out. I'm surprised I knew majority of them. I thought he was going to be like, uh, Ismay Moklik from Ingwe Malmstein. Yeah, I, so I'm going to be that guy and name a bunch of people I'm sure neither of you have ever heard of. So my drummer I chose, there was no other drummer that it could be. I chose Josh Fries. He's been the drummer for the Vandals since 1989 till now. He he was the drummer for Nine Inch Nails from 05 to 08. He drummed for Sublime from 2011 to 2017. Right on. He's been in Devo since 96. He drummed for Perfect Circle from 99 to 2011. The dude has played so many different genres of drums. He's such a minimalist drummer. Like he has a bass drum, he has a snare, he has one rack tom and a floor tom. He has a crash, a ride, and a hi-hat. That's all he plays. And he's played Nine Inch Nails and he's played in perfect circle. Like with such a minimal set. And like that's not something you normally do. Like you think of bands like that, you think I'm having this way wide drum set to create so you give that those. dude two pans in a bucket and he's right he's, he's good to go now with you guys hating on bass me being a bass player we didn't hate <laughs> we didn't you guys giving all this bass hate and you can see on my piece of paper how many fucking basses i wrote and crossed out those are all your basses those are all my basses um from being a bass player and being so many different bass players i took notes from and i loved and I was influenced by so many different people. I settled on Matt Friedman 
from the band Rancid. He was also in Operation Ivy. He was also in The Transplants. He's just an amazing bassist. And kind of like what I was talking about with Flea, he has such an amazing ability of being able to go from pick to finger picking to to slapping and popping when he needs to. And he can just transition through them so flawlessly. And he can keep rhythm and he can do little lead rolls when he needs to. He's just amazing. And he does it slow flawlessly and he doesn't pay fucking attention half the time. He's just such a good bass player. He pops and locks. He yeah, yeah. For a and drops it. For a, like it's hot. For a fat white guy who plays punk rock, yeah. <laughs> now my guitar player is really gonna throw you off. My guitar player I chose was Robert Johnson. Uh Robert Johnson is a nineteen thirties guitar player. Robert Johnson was uh I don't know if you ever heard the story about the guitar player who sold his soul to the devil. On the crossroad. That's Robert Johnson. He released 29 songs in 1936 to 1937 that have never thought of in that time. He influenced guys like Elvis Presley. Chaplin. No, like Eric Clapton and Paul McCartney. And he was the person who influenced that kind of bluesy rock style. If it wasn't for him, none of those guys would even consider playing what they played because of him. And he learned to do it out of nowhere. Like, he was a shit guitar player. And then... One day he shows up at a nightclub. Yeah, basically that's how Panties it went. Panties everywhere. <laughs> he just showed up, and all of a sudden he learned to play. He was he went gone for like a month, and he came back to this little bar town, and he was fucking amazing. And you can find those 29-some-odd songs. They're, they're pretty hard to find, a lot of them. But they're all about the devil. They're all about like oh. hellhounds finding him, and they're just great. And what then, happened to him? I know he died at the age of twenty-seven. He was, he was part of that legends, the tell. legend self, old Hubbard Johnson <laughs> selling his soul to the devil. Uh, but yeah, died at the age of twenty-seven. He's probably the first person of the twenty-seven club. Wow. Um, but just having that ability to have that driving bluesy guitar. I, and if you uh, go out on that road, you can still hear him play. Hear that bluesy slide. Next huh? musician. And then, <laughs> and then my singers, I, I think I wrote down even before I wrote down my drummer. Singer number one is Bruce Dickinson from Iron Maiden. Just that beautiful operatic voice. Like he can be a little high-pitched growly when he needs to be, but being able to hit those high notes, I, every time I hear him, warms the cockles of my heart. And then my other singer was male as well, and it's Freddie Mercury. Oh, wow. God. Uh, in so many words. What? Huh? What? Explain that uh, one. That one fell a little short. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, uh, he was feminine. <laughs> feminine. No, but just that, like, <laughs> the, the quality of those two singers, like, Freddie Mercury had that voice that could just carry... And then, on the other hand, Bruce Dickinson had that voice that could just pierce anything. Just like when he hits his high notes, you can feel it in your bones, and you're you're not going to forget it. And I love Iron Maiden. It's one of those—I think Iron Maiden's probably my guilty pleasure band, but it's also like if I had a—if I ever went to the gym— Mine's Ace of Base. Ace of Base. Yeah, if Spice I ever, Girls. If I ever Savage went Garden. to the gym and I needed a gym band to Darren listen Hayes to, it, it would be Iron Maiden. Ooh, if I went I to the gym, I 
Wouldn't be at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I went to the gym, I'd be listening to the 911 operator. Asking, yeah. Asking would, for directions. <laughs> I would have 911 on standby. <laughs> well, there you have it. There's our all-star bands. Uh, do us a favor. Go to our Facebook page, The Boundless Pod Trap, if you haven't, and like it. And find the link to this podcast and let us know who do you think has the best all-star band out of all of us. And then while you're at it, Give us your list of an all-star band so we can see we need more interaction with people. And we can bring you up on the next podcast and tell you how crappy that idea was. Yeah. And while you're there, you can go to (laughs) Zazzle.com. Sweet, sweet. (laughs) Your sweet, sweet, boundless pod trap merch. Yeah, what do we have for merch? uh, We got magnets. We got car magnets. We got some stickers, some Bumper stickers, some pens, shirts, uh, keychains, your morning mugs. You can pick either my face on it, Lonnie's face, or Justin's head. If you guys want to submit some art for the BPT, well, you know what we look like. Yeah. We I just you. think it's funny. If people that don't know us, that listen to us, if they see our picture, I wonder if they can match up whose voice goes to which person. That's, uh, no, I'm not going to, why did you pick that picture of me? Like I look like the I look like the biggest Todd on earth. <laughs> First off, I don't know why I decided to wear a fedora to get my pictures taken. It's like I what, reverted back to thirteen year old Lonnie who thought fedoras were cool. What I wanted to do is get like a couple pictures that we can like throw in there, at least like four little palette swaps. That way everybody can see our four skins. <laughs> well, my picture that you chose. Too late. I'm a Jew. I look like I'm like it's me. I'm going to be performing at the Funny Bone. <laughs> it does. <laughs> that or I'm a Vegas act or whatever. But um, Justin looks like he should be on. It's just a, my cocky like headshot, like like a bottle of, of cologne <laughs> yeah. or something. What Pablo is not telling you. <laughs> oh, oh, toilet. That would be a fun game for people that don't know us to like to have our pictures and be like, whose voice does this belong to? No, it wouldn't. Yeah, it would because no. most people would get you. Well, <laughs> I no think so. shit. Yeah. Like, who do we think the tiny fat was? <laughs> oh, man. Who looks the most like a dog? You're not tiny. Toy? You're average at Put best. him fat. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. You are welcome. All right, Justin, are you taking us home with our main topic tonight? Are we? I think so. Possible. So, when it came to coming, when it coming, when it coming... I'm at the gym. I'm coming. <laughs> oh, I don't, it's better than sex. I need the gym. Anyways, what I wanted to do Maria, was. I blabbed about Mars. I don't know if I explained this well enough for you boys, and I hope I did, but oh, yeah. we're just going to take it as it is. There's like a love hate relationship with certain people, mainly of like the celebrity. So it's like, I wanted to know what your guys' favorites, not necessarily favorites, but your top. People that you're not necessarily fans of, but have like the utmost respect for. Five people you can't hate but like. Yeah, or can't love but hate. It's the same thing. So I kind of took part. it a little kind of differently, and like I, I have, I, I wrote down. You said five, but yeah, there's like three that really come to mind because most of the people I just fucking hate, and it's just like <laughs> I did. I did dig pretty deep on a couple of them too. Like I just don't know. Like I can't find anything about them that I like, and I mean. Eh. And one on this list, it's like, I'm actually a huge fan of now. and But at the time. I th- I, there's one on mine that I'm kind of growing to. But and I think we both are. It's the same one. I think. Who is it? We'll find out if you join our Patreon. <laughs> everybody everybody on my list, I'm like, ugh, this fucking guy. 
and I want to hate them. But then but you're so like, good. I can't <laughs> not, but just, I'm just like, ugh. You're a fucking douche, and I hate you, but keep doing what you're doing because I can't stop watching. Yeah. Yep. So these aren't, like I said, not necessarily your favorites, not your man crushes, but just notable, talented people that you have to step back and we're like, you know what? Like You're not somebody I would buy a movie for or your music or whatever, but you're really good. Everything I see you in, everything that you do, I, I just don't like you because of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I guess I can't help but like you. So I didn't want to pick people like Keanu Reeves, Ryan Reynolds, uh, Dwayne Johnson, etc. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Make sure all your buttons are buttoned. Why Ryan Reynolds? Ryan Reynolds. Why you do that? So I will start off with my first pick. We'll just go oh. around the table and we'll just hit one. Oh shit! Are you guys throat singing? Oh. Whoa. Oh shucky ducky. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Who did that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's so suck on that microphone. <laughs> when Lincoln Park was first coming out, like I really liked them, and I was mainly for like Chester's, you know, voice creativity. It's something different. It was like really cool. And then Mike Shinoda was one of the guys. I was like, eh, it's like I feel like you're trying too hard, or I like maybe this. I just wasn't respecting a lot of the stuff at first. But I went to go see him live, and. Mr. Han is just like sitting in the back. Like all he does is open up his laptop, press play, and just like sits there and like balances his checkbook. Very creative, very awesome on the back end when he's creating the beats and all that. But when it comes to live performances, I'm like, you're not doing anything. You're not bringing any energy. And Chester's doing his thing, and all the other members are doing their thing. But Mike Shinoda, I saw him. I'm like, holy crap. Like I didn't realize how much he has. He does like pretty much everything. Like, he played the piano. He played the guitar. I think he was on the drums at one point. And but, he has a popular song about him. Mike Shinoda. <laughs> do, 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 do. But yeah, like he did all the artwork. Um, he's kind of the producer. He does a lot of the stuff on the back end. I'm like, after a while, I'm like, you are really good. I mean, like, I don't really, I didn't come for you. <laughs> but, I faked it. But now, <laughs> now you do often. <laughs> but yeah, he's one of the guys I really respect. Did you just now get that? No, I did. Oh, okay. But I try to put it aside because I'm a professional. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Pulling out the professional. Let's let's pull out our our teaser commercial we did back in freaking September with David Howard Thornton. Let's see who's the professional there. We could do that. Or the beginning of this episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. You piece of shit. Who's next? Who do you want to go next? Go for it. Go for it, Bubba. Oh, okay. Uh, so the one I'm going to first start with, you know, back in the 90s, if you were a guy, it was the cool thing to hate boy bands. And anybody that was in a boy band, you automatically hated because you're just like, what are you doing? Like, you, you shouldn't be dressing like that, dancing like that, singing like that. So you, you, I kind of got a hatred towards all the guys. As an adult, a little bit more respect. But one in particular... And he's actually somebody that I really admire and respect now, but for the longest time I didn't. Justin Timberlake. I'm going to bounce with you on that one. That guy is a fucking amazing dancer, an amazing singer, an amazing actor. I mean, the guy is well-rounded, and he's actually a very good-hearted person too. So it's like he is just one person that, you know, for the longest time I just, it, it I, in my head I'm like, fuck, this guy's so good. And 
I don't want to admit that to anybody, but now I will gladly admit that I think Justin Timberlake is honestly, I think he could be one of the best performers of all time up there with Michael Jackson. For sure. He's like, he even duetted with Michael Jackson, pop titties out with Janet Jackson. He did <laughs> it. The reverse it. He's the, he's the worst thing to ever happen to the Jacksons. <laughs> oh, no. What? I would say, I would say Papa Jackson was. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Tito. Tito wasn't good for the Jacksons either. Uh, no, I mean Justin Timberlake. Like he he married Jessica Biel. He's justified. No strings attached to be on that list. Get sure, <laughs> stop it. That's our that's our episode. <laughs> we're, we're calling it quits. Stop it. No, I was. I'm looking at when it I was right in, like, in middle school with when Justin Timberlake and you know middle school high school. It's like that was one of the names that people are always associated with me. It's like oh here comes Justin Timberlake. I'm like fuck you, man. Like. I'm not in it all that. And, and then like once Justin Bieber came out, I'm like, oh, I want to go back to Timberlake, man. You, <laughs> you just compared yourself to Justin Timberlake. Well, people would, cause my name is Justin. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I was going to say I'm lost on this one. I know. I'm like, uh, was it your curly puby hair? Let's on say, your this head? one, this one's, um, um. <laughs> it was, it was a commonly teased name and it really made me have to repress some stuff, push some things down. Hmm. Into the dirt, and Lonnie, <laughs> your first one. Uh, uh, my first one, man. Okay, I want to hate him. Yeah, all men. men. Oh my god, fucking men. <laughs> uh, Don't even start. My, my, my number one. Careful what is, you say. Uh, he started out in a band I despised, and I'm not a fan of his new band. I think just because I hated him so much in his old band. And but every time I see him now, he's great to his fans. He's great to the people around him. It's fucking Dave Grohl. Mm. I can't help but not like he's so good to the people around him. And Damn. all the live things that he brings all the kids up and yeah, they fucking shred. And, and I, I just want like I want to find something I dislike about him because Nirvana. Fuck the the only good thing about Nirvana that ever happened was a fucking shotgun. <laughs> um, Second that. Whoops. But uh, I love Nirvana. <laughs> you can keep them. Although, when it comes to Nirvana, there's Pagoda. Pagoda was a much better band. The guy Mike Pitt who did sounds the like a wooden. cheese. Pagoda. Pagoda. Pagoda cheese. Um, as a fat man, I assure you, I've never heard of Pagoda cheese. <laughs> but no, just fucking Dave Grohl, like. I don't want to like him. I really don't. Everything in my, my gut wants me to not like him. I, I fucking I can't help him. He's one of those people who are just too good to his fans. And that's a lot of people on my list. I could take him or leave him, but what he goes out of his way to do for his fans, he does. Like, he broke his leg on stage by falling off stage. And continued. And continued. Yeah. That they just propped him up in a chair and he he promised, finished the show. He promised not to stop when he said when. So, I mean, <laughs> I purposely but. ignored that to get through this. But, yeah, that's my number one, uh, David Anthony Grohl. All right. All right. Take my, number two. My third pick, since Justin Timberlake was one of mine. Oh, so. okay. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with another person who's in a band. Some people don't even know the name of his band, but they're all up on him like he, they want to hold hands. Oh, we probably won't know. <laughs> Eminem. Oh, he was going to be on my list. D12 was his band, but yeah. So I bought like a lot of his, well, not a lot. I bought his early work, his first CD, and I kind of did like it. And it seemed like every single album 
I was on and off, on and off. I'm like, ah, whatever, on and off. But then, again, going back to middle school, high school, so many people were trying to imitate him, and it was annoying. <laughs> I didn't really uh, care for everybody trying to put themselves in that box. It's like John Marshall was one of them. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're just a copy of an imitation. You're not even – I mean, I was all about individuality, expressing your own, you know, and not trying to copy or, or, or hang on the, the coattails of other people. And, yeah, he – is entirely creative he's original he is probably one of the best if not the best you know rapist he's a rap <laughs> rapper like of these days he was definitely when he first came out i was a huge fan of his but after high school i quickly got sick of him and even the stuff that i used to like i'm like this is so stupid he's childish i think with some I of his lyrics but i yeah i i mean i'm still not a huge fan of his but i can respect him a little bit more and, yeah, he makes uh, and, and just to like kind of put yourself in his shoes, like what he does. I mean, that's not easy to do to, to rap like he does to come up with some of the, and like, honestly, compared to a lot of rappers out there, which I don't listen to much rap, but some of the rhymes that they come up with are so first grade. Yeah. A first yeah. grade, they're a stretch. Like, I, I think you just made up a word there to rhyme, but Eminem are using is, the same word to rhyme. It's like you can't use the same yeah, word to rhyme. You can't, it's, it's, it doesn't work like can't that. Make up words. Can't use the same word. I like yeah. my shoes. And like, These I loved his process. Shoes. Yeah. His process was just like, you know, he was, he was constantly like reading the dictionary and, and just advancing his level. Like he has thought provoking rhymes, lyrics and stuff at a maximum level. Like he's continually working his craft. And I think that's what a lot of people do most or, or should do. Most people who kind of reach that level of fame, they think they got it. They're made and, well, They're a shooting star. The biggest problem with, with Eminem was it was a big part of his career and a detriment to his career is being a white rapper. Like yeah. a lot of people who've seen a white rapper, they Wait. wouldn't take him seriously. But the other demographic that's seen him as a white rapper is like, wow, this hasn't happened in a long time. Well, with Vanilla Ice being the other representation of a white rapper. <laughs> yeah, and like, that's a stretch. And that's people would be like, oh, man, another Vanilla Ice. And then when he came out and he was actually a decent white rapper, people are like, oh, he's good. And he's white. Yeah, yeah. No, he hates Kim. Uh, <laughs> Kim, I mean, I'm gonna kill you. Some Kim, of his, she's a bitch. They're they're very like his video, his creativity, his you know even what was it the the dog puppet dog um, triumph? triumph triumph the dog yeah. and all that. <laughs> it's like I thought it was funny and then it, you know cheesy depending on where I was at one point. But no, he's he's a he's a creative person. Like I also liked his how he like intervenes in certain social situations like right. there was like shootings that happen and like we'll just go with like Marilyn Manson was getting blamed for it and he kind of intervened is like you know you guys are blaming everybody else for something that isn't other people's faults it's like you need to address right. the source and that's something I've always preached myself it's like right. why are you just going to create scapegoats well he was he was brave enough to do that knowing he could be lambasted in the media when I was 16 and and got my actual internet at my house I read an article saying he died in a car wreck that was before I realized that the internet. That was Stan. <laughs> no, no, no. Like legit, I, I didn't realize that people lied on the internet. It was a news site. And I was like, oh my God, he died. And I told everyone and they're like, he's not dead. I'm like, yeah, he is. I read it on the internet. Song about you, like Lonnie. Like, Lonnie, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> the internet's not real. <laughs> I, I, I realized that. I ordered lots of pizza. <laughs> what? And I didn't get a fuck any pizza boys. <laughs> oh no, I did. I used to be a pizza boy. Used to be. I'd, I'd get all dressed up like a slutty chicken. I'd be like, oh, I don't have any money. And they'd be like, well, fuck you. And they'd take my pizza and walk away. And I'd be like, no. We can, we can I, still actually do, I actually do have money. We'll fix this. 
I'm like, I was trying to get sex, but I do want pizza. <laughs> Je All right, my second one, and I only have four on my list. I cannot think of a fifth one for the life of me. But I'm going to stick with the whole dancing, singing, music genre for my second one. The one thing I will I will not condone this person for is their beating. She had it coming. Beating she, of a woman. <laughs> um, but I'm going to go with another amazing dancer, Chris Brown. The guy seems cocky, seems full of himself, seems like an asshole. But when it comes down to what he's supposed to be doing, what he became famous for, he's the best. How to lose I, all your fans in one sentence. Yeah. I support Chris Brown. Yeah. <laughs> I said I don't support his whole beating of women. That's one thing I will not respect him for. But if we're going to go with what they're supposed to be doing as an artist, amazing. If you, watch, if you watch some of his live performances, he puts a lot of thought. And, I mean, the energy in his, his songs and his dancing and uh, all the choreography, it's amazing. He always has that poop face. Yeah. yeah, he does. <laughs> like you expect him to be wearing fingerless leather gloves all the time. No, like a mesh I don't tank. think I've ever thought of it. Like a mesh like, tank top and like fingerless gloves? leather gloves where he's like, why are you always <laughs> posing? Where's the wind coming from? I don't think I've ever thought. He's always like, <laughs> if people can see Lonnie's face right now. So uh, he has an underbite. I said, I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs> shrimp, shrimp soup. Shrimp soup. What? Never meant to make you cry. Are you still on Eminem? That's Eminem. <laughs> and the woman he assaulted. Oh my God. Right. Out of mom. Moving on, Lonnie. Well, since we're on the singers and dancers, kind of a, along the same lines as Dave Grohl, I'm going to throw out the Biebs. Justin Bieber. I can't. I don't respect him at all. <laughs> he's, he's Canadian, so you got to respect that. I'm starting oh, no. to like more and more of his music and it, and nothing That's... to do with his music like some of his music's catchy like i'll catch myself every now and then being like oh what what little 12 year old made this and like oh it's justin bieber but like <laughs> he's one of those guys who's as he matures he he does more and more for his fans like he'll go out of his way to do those little meet and greets and there was a comedian he was trying to like hang out with like i do feel bad because of the the fame that he's earned so right. early but like there was a comedian who was talking about how he just wanted to have a friend because he didn't he was always like scheduled to do something and he couldn't ever hang out with anybody and right. so he was just trying to hang out with like this I think it was uh, uh Chris Elias or something or Chris Elias yeah and yeah it just seemed very sad like he didn't have anybody so yeah. see I used to do security at the uh, event center here in town and when Justin Bieber first became famous and was just a little like ten year old kid. I worked one of his concerts and I got to be backstage. So polite, so excited to be doing what he's doing and was courteous to everybody. And I'm like, wow, what a nice kid. Fast forward six years later. And I, it was actually the last concert I ever, or last event I ever worked before I quit that job. I worked a Justin Bieber concert, complete opposite dickhead, his performance was shit. He his He's backup dancers did the majority of it. Drunk I mean, or high yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. And so it was just like that and being backstage and seeing how he treated people and like when he came off stage, he was like cursing and uh, But now he's found God by some con artist who Yeah. Well, <laughs> well we can thank Usher for Justin Bieber. Yeah. Kind of on on an agreement with you, Lonnie. Like I, I respect him a little bit more. I like more of his stuff that he's putting out now. It is right. catchy and 
Well, and, and the reason why I support him a little bit, and it was it had to do something with Ariana Grande, where they were drilling him about what's going on with her, and he's and he just straight up manned up. He's like, "Do not ask me questions about her. What's going on with her? I'm not here to talk about her, and I would respect it if you did not talk about her." Just doing the he's doing a lot of smart man things now. Where I think someone who was raised in the fame, in the indulgence like he was, could have easily just tried to be sensationalized and right. made that extra buck. So I think he's doing lots of smart things, and he's still respecting the people who got him there. Like, yes, there was a time in his career where he had the very much opportunity to be the next River Phoenix, but he did it smart and kind of got his head on his shoulders and— I guess I have to see a little bit more of him before I can give a little bit more respect. But I'm waiting for things to. We'll see. Yeah, he's still young. He still has plenty of time. To make How mistakes. old is he? He's like 20, 22 or. Something, I was gonna say, say. He's still really young. Twenty four, maybe. I, I would think of even. He's twenty seven. No, uh-uh. yeah, twenty seven years. That old. makes me feel old. You are old. There's no way I'm only ten years older than him. Born March first, nineteen ninety four. Son of a bitch. His mom, she was hot. I remember when she was the first time. It's like your first time was with her. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I played I drums on those big old Canadian titties. Peter, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin. Oh, My fourth one would be uh, Jason Momoa. Oh, you fuck. Oh, well, come you, in. Your wife made you say that. <laughs> well, she she kind of is one of the reasons why I say that. Uh-huh. But it's like, I mean, yeah, she he played. Characters like Aquaman, Cal Drogo, like he's blessed with good genes. Um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like yeah. you really want to hate him, but he's a really cool guy. Like if you've ever saw like his Instagram on Instagram, he's the what pride of gypsies and he has like that whole gypsy vibe to him. And it's really cool. Like he has custom built vehicles and I'm not even a car guy, but I just like seeing before after pictures, seeing how things, the process of certain stuff. Yeah. He, he's a really fun dude. He's on my list too. And. Yeah, he's that guy. It's like you want to look at him and you want him to do – you want him to be a poser. You want to look at him and be like, oh, he's just a Hollywood douchebag. And then you listen to him and you see the stuff he does and you're like, fuck, he's so cool. It's like some of the stuff that he stands up for. I'm like, well, okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, go for it. Like uh, he, he's the kind of guy who's like, okay, if I had to get fucked in the ass by a dude, it would probably be okay if it was Jason Momoa. How long are you going to be? Silence. <laughs> chirp. Chirp. <Man>. chirp. <laughs> uh, he just seems like a very um, interesting guy. Like I've seen like clips of him being interviewed and like or other people being interviewed at like red carpet events and he sneaks up behind him and like tickles them and stuff like that as they're being interviewed. And I'm like, who does that? Yeah. He's, he's kind of a kid at heart. And- yeah. But you know, he's like the guy who calls his mom every Sunday at the exact same time. And she's like, if you don't call me. I'm going to beat your ass. And he's like, yes, mom. She is the type to probably drop the hammer. I mean, right. He comes from, a she culture. looks just like him without the facial hair. Does she? No, I don't know. <laughs> she has facial hair. If she's that intimidating. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes. Tattoos as well. But no, him she, and Justin Timberlake are like people that I am kind of growing more into fans of, but they're, it's like, do you think I it's us hate changing? You, but, <laughs> do you think it's possibly. us changing as we're It's a factor. Older? Yeah, it has to be. I don't, I'm getting more bitter in my old age, not nicer. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I I, went, I met him. We did like a little meet and greet, and you know he gave us a free little pop thing of Aquaman, uh, pop Funko Pop, and signed it. And we're like, cool, a free one? Yeah. How? Well, I That's... mean, we paid like 
two hundred dollars or whatever for the meet and greet. So I oh, okay. <laughs> gotta get something from so, it, I'm sure. But so you're <laughs> No, we were holding our baby and he's like, Oh yeah, you know, <laughs> autograph the baby. <laughs> Jason Momoa. I'm never was, gonna watch this baby again. I was like, <laughs> your voice you did there, I was like, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so what? Did you have another? I have two, but honestly I'm probably just gonna do one because they're both sports related and I know you guys aren't into Hey, I like sports ball. You don't like football though. It depends on who you're talking about. Well, I'll do this one because I know everybody knows this one. Uh, Tom Brady did it. it. No, Damn I it, Smith. hate that guy, and I will always hate that guy. Uh, Thurman But Thomas. he is a quarterback. He he is no longer in the league, but he was there for a while. And he's just so goddamn good, and I hate him. And I don't know why I hated him, but it's just like I, I, I do Have because he's so baseball? damn good. Peyton Manning. He's a baby. I think, he's, he's so I love, he's so great. He's I think he was probably one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and I, I don't know. I just he started doing commercials and all this stuff, and I think that annoyed me. I'm like, guy's selling out. Like all he's doing are commercial. He do, he's doing more commercials than he's playing, and so. But he's just no matter what team he was on or who he was playing, it was like the guy was always on. He's just gifted. I mean, I give him that. His natural giftiness. I don't know how to word that. But when I was training to be a personal trainer, I went down to Nevada, to Las Vegas, and got, like, my little certification. And I met Peyton Manning's actual trainer. And we were talking about, like, any celebrities that he might have trained. And he's, you know, Peyton Manning was one of them. And he kind of gave us that little, he's a bitch. <laughs> he never wants to show up. He he doesn't do anything. And, yeah. But, I mean, if he never wants to train and show up, and but he still has all that skill, it's like, you're just lucky. Well, no, another reason I hated him is because he was also he was very well known for his, in his cadence saying Omaha, right? Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. And the Henry Dorley Zoo named one of their new penguins Peyton or, or Manning or something like that, and they sent an invite out to Peyton Manning to come to the zoo and you know get a behind the scenes tour of everything. And they cooked it and, and he that. ate it and he and threw it. Peyton yards. Manning completely ignored them and. Had not, didn't want to have anything to do with coming to Omaha, which was, I don't know. That's why he time. doesn't like him because Lonnie loves pandas. Yes, he does. I do love I do love Eskimos so much. <laughs> and real quick, I'm just going to do the other one here. Nick Saban, the head coach of uh, Alabama football. <laughs> Isn't he the guy who has sex with a bunch of kids? He probably has. I don't know. I don't think or so. Like watched him in the shower or. They all no, watch him in the shower. He, I don't think he was watching, but I think there was somebody there, and they're talking like he might have known, but I don't know. I, I don't think that, I don't think that was them. I think that's another. That was some other university. What if a kid pulls out a shiv in the shower? You got to keep an eye on him. Anyways, yeah, Nick Saban. I fucking hate Alabama football. They're always they've been like number one for like forty fucking years now, and they always have great athletes. And I always say that the athletes are a. Um, they're mirroring their coach. Like a coach is what makes the team. I don't care what anybody says. You could have the best players in the world, but if they're not coached well, they're not going to do shit. And well, and you got to think about it too. With a winning franchise, it's going to draw more top recruits. Oh yeah. So it's always oh. it's just going to get better the better you do. And who would think Alabama of all places? Why would you? Why would you like? I'm going to go to Alabama to play football. Well, who would have thought? Well, that's the right thing to do. Well, when you have good genes meshing up against good genes, they're not going anywhere. They're just going to keep being in Alabama. <laughs> okay, that's my list. <laughs> How many more do you got left? Just one. I, I got two left, so I'll go ahead and get my two out of the way. 
I think he's one of the funniest people on earth for one of the dumbest reasons. That's my guy. I absolutely love, I hate a lot of the things he talks about and a lot of the things he supports, but the manner and the way he talks about them, I think is funny. And I love his way he stands up for his points. I love Ben Shapiro. I think I'm hit or miss. It depends on what I he's think he's about. funny. I, 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 like I said, I don't agree with 97% of the things he says. I can only, I can only take him for so long before it gets <laughs> yeah, a little his, too much. <laughs> his, his cadence and his delivery is terrible, but the, the shit he talks about and the WAP gate, what's some of the funniest unintentional comedy I've ever heard in my life. But to just see a Jew think he's in so much power is hilarious to me. And his, his, some of his rhetoric. What are you talking about? Jews own Hollywood. <laughs> Jews own America. I don't know. Sorry. We I got, wasn't prepared for my speech. Well, Bernie's pretty high up in America right now. So we, uh, as in we can add, we're going to, we're going to force our way to the top. <laughs> we can have Bernie's. <laughs> but yeah, Ben Shapiro, he's my number four. My number five. Another one of those, like, I used to hate him so much, but, you know, good to his fans, and he's really stuck in with a lot of the shit he's been getting lately. It's Johnny Depp. I don't think I've ever he's always really been a, he's always been a Yeah, he's always been a fan of mine. Yeah. I loved his. He's been a fan things. of yours? Yeah, he's been a fan of mine, so. <laughs> so he's listening to, to this our, podcast right now. He subscribes to our Johnny. Johnny? Fans hey, text page. me, Johnny. <laughs> J, JD. You know, like, a lot of his movies, some of his, my favorite Johnny Depp movies are some of the ones he actually played a straight man in like i loved what's eating gilbert Grape. Oh, yeah. like it's i thought that favorites. movie was fantastic i i lo- but then again i loved him in uh the ninth gate i oh, loved yeah. him in secret window i loved him in secret window that was a good one uh, yeah um edward scissorhands edward yeah All i loved him in crybaby before I, benny and june benny and june, benny was, and awesome. june was fucking great yeah He's been in so many movies that a lot of people you you'll say the title to and they're like, "Well, what's that? Why did I just click on Britney Spears?" Yeah, he's one of those actors that's so I liked him in Typecast. 21 Jump Street, like he was trying to get kicked off, but it, they loved him. Right. <laughs> he's like, "I'm trying to quit." <laughs> I loved he's in the Great White North trilogy, like Kevin Smith's Great White North trilogy is as Gila Point. I think the he's French, hilarious. Amen. The French detective? The French detective Gila Point. He's Gila Point and Tusk and Yoga Hosers. Oh, yeah. They haven't really oh, he, he is in Yoga Yeah. Okay, yeah, huh. That's mainly about his, his daughter. Were you, guys, were you guys fooled? Is that Johnny Depp's daughter too, no? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, were you guys daughters f- in both of them. Fooled at the end of the 21 Jump Street movie? I expected it. I knew it was. Where he yeah. was at the end One disguised? The yeah. I, was, I mean, I kind of expected it. I didn't. There's I, a, a few movies where he's disguised and you don't even know he's in there. Yeah, he's 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 under a lot of prosthetics in the Great White yeah, North trilogy. Like, everyone well. thinks that Whoopi Goldberg was in Ghost. That's Johnny Depp the whole time. The yeah, whole time. Crazy. So go back and watch that movie so you can see. If you <laughs> can see, yeah, <laughs> amazing movie magic. Movie magic, yeah. But yeah, Johnny Depp. That's my 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 number five. And I I had uh I had Jason Momoa as well. Um, my number five. This is kind of more personal for me. Number five alive. No. Okay. You stop it. <laughs> it stop it, you big silly. A Benjamin Bratt. I have to say Benjamin Bratt. Like, he's not a person who I <laughs> wanted. Benjamin, he's been in supporting roles like Demolition Man, one of the guys like the Three Seashells. Uh, he's been in Miss Congeniality. He actually dated 
Sandra Bullock for a, a, a hot minute. Um, he's been in traffic, starred in TV shows like Private Practice, 24, uh, Law & Order. He's been in 95 episodes of Law & Order. Um, he played Superman in Justice League, Gods and Monsters, the, the animated one. He was Ernesto de la Cruz in Coco. Uh, he was El Macho in Despicable Me Too. No, he's a, he's a really good actor, but I think it's kind of personal for me because he married my wife, um, Talisa Soto. She was my, my childhood crush growing up, one of my biggest childhood crushes. She's the chick who played Katana in Mortal Kombat. Oh. So, yeah. <sighs> he's really good. I want to hate him so bad because of that, but he's really good. So and he's, just, he's got a, like a natural humor to him. And, and like a lot of the... He's kind of an activist. He does a little bit of activism here and there. I just figured out who my fifth one is. Who? That um, Justin Mulani. Oh, I fucking oh. fucking hate that guy. But God, he's got such a nice him, ass. But yeah, that guy, he's he's okay. <laughs> I got a quick story about Justin Mulani. Oh, so nothing that you say is ever quick. <laughs> <laughs> so when me and my wife were starting to date, <laughs> it's so stupid. When we were starting the date, she was still married in a, a separation at the time. You know, they were still trying to finalize the divorce and stuff. And this guy was kind of like a, a jealous meathead kind of prick. And he was stalking us. Like, he was, like, threatening me. He's like, I'm going to plug him full of bullets and stuff. I'm like, oh, uh-huh. that's cool. Okay. Romantic. Thank you. Thank you for thinking of me. And so he, they, they went to go meet at the courthouse to finalize their his, the, the divorce. And he's still hung up about you know, her dating me and he's like, what do you even see in him? Like he's a horrible MMA fighter. Like, have you seen his record? He's got like zero wins or yeah, zero wins and like nine losses because there is a Justin Milani, the Copenhagen, Justin Milani. <laughs> what the? He's, he, he lives in like Tennessee or Virginia or something like that. But there's a guy who has my same name who at least at the time was a crappy MMA fighter. So I'm guessing she divorced him because of the fact that he has no brains. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, a dumb, uh, dumb, dumb head. So I actually tried to message that Justin Hagen or Justin Hagen, Justin Copenhagen, Milani. Uh, I guess he goes by the Copenhagen kid or something like that. And I was like, you, you need to step your game up. I'm <laughs> you're making me look bad. So, but. Oh man, you got the girl in the end. And, and what you end? still have a terrible MMA record. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Are you looking it up? I, did, I don't know how to spell your last name. What if he was a spitting image of you? He's not. We he's... found your uncle who's a spitting image of you. On Chatterbait? But he was definitely doing some other <laughs> Yeah, he was, he was doing some sort of fighting, but <laughs> some sort of grappling, <laughs> but not MMA. Doing some self-conolingus. Oh, man. Well, uh, folks. Let's see him. We're looking at, I guess we're going to look at Oh, wow. That yeah. is a spitting image of you. He's, he's so much taller than you. Looks nothing like me. He looks like our love child. <laughs> <laughs> you are mine and yours, <laughs> Lonnie. Uh, well, that was uh, episode 23, fellas. Episode 23, yeah. Um, I guess, Lonnie, you'll you'll take the reins for the next episode, episode 24. Yeah. Uh, you have plans for us for the 25th, for the 25th episode. Yes, I do. Uh, so We're going to go get possessed by ghosts. So, so you know what? Maybe episode 24, that's going to be yours since 25 is technically Lonnie. So, Justin, you've got the reins next time. I'm going to give you some advice. Keep it to one page or less worth of notes. <laughs> uh, but so, no, uh, and... Now we have our second podcast. We have um, our BPT movie review podcast, which is released every other Monday from this one. 
Uh, we are going to be doing episode five next week, which we'll be reviewing my movie, Alpha Dog, which is from 2006, starring Emil Hirsch, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. Um, awesome movie. So Olivia. stay tuned for that Olivia. one. Yeah. Yeah. All, all star cast. So um, that'll be coming up next week. We want to thank you again for listening, uh, help getting us more and more listeners. We're getting excited with that. We're up to what? 60 60 some downloads a week which to some people it's like oh, okay but to us it's like holy shit compared to what it used to be exactly so. www.zazzle.com for all your boundless <laughs> pod trap merchandise it's not ready yet <laughs> all right well as always stay kind to each other and we will see you next time see you in your dreams thanks for listening to this week's episode Join us next time for more absurdity that only the guys from the Boundless Pod Trap can bring you.